your boy low gross also known as uncle skeeto and you are listening to episode 255 of the inaudible ruckus podcast okay on this episode man i got free joining me uh our boy e-ray still got some technical difficulties y'all know we was down here in texas battling the weather and stuff i'm gonna give y'all the full 100 percent rundown i touched on it a little bit on the skeeters episode with me and Neezy. um e-ray was gonna try to join us and stuff but i'm gonna hold it down for him man i gotta give y'all the real appreciate all the people that was you know what I'm saying checking in calling us um uh, making sure we was good and stuff um last i talked to e-ray he's doing well too and smiles as well so man we appreciate the support but uh yes yeah, a lot of fuck shit going on we're gonna get to the bottom of that i'm gonna talk a little sports talk uh carson wentz got traded from the philadelphia eagles to the indianapolis colts we're gonna talk about judas and the black messiah uh, and just you know the, the the impact of Fred Hampton, amongst other things, man. We got a whole bunch of other stuff we're gonna talk about. But y'all make sure y'all stick around. Shout out to the sponsors. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know who y'all is. Um, also, make sure you go to inaudibleruggers.com/shop. Copy some merch. Um, uh, also on there we have the Naturally Nay Hair Moisturizer Dual. So you can go to inaudibleruggers.com/naturally nay. Also go to midnightclubmerch.com. Copy some merch there. And then, uh, you know, just subscribe. We on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Pocket Cast, Amazon Music. Basically, everywhere where podcasts are streaming, you can find us. We up in there. And then, uh, yeah, make sure you keep the show booming. It's not about ruckus, motherfucker. All right, y'all. You already know what time it is. Get ready for the most electrified man in podcasts. So put your headphones on and sit back as we get ready to bring the ruckus, motherfucker. Give me the mic so I can take her away. Now the party didn't start till I walked in, and I probably won't leave until the thing ends. <laughs> All right, y'all, we up in this thing. This is episode 255 of the Inaudible Ruckus podcast. I got my homie Free in the building. Free, what up, though? What's good, buddy? Slow motion. All right, so E Ray was supposed to be on. We tried it out and everything. He's still suffering from a little bit of technical difficulties. Cause, and we about to explain why in a minute, man. Because, so Freeman, I need you to rock with me. for I don't know how long this is going to take. But, you know, just get out the way. Try not to catch a stray. Because, get it off your chest, homie. But this Texas weather, bro. Like, like I know a lot of y'all listening out there. First off, first off, appreciate the the well wishes and the, and the wellness check-ins like everybody was checking on me and Neezy and the baby like we appreciate y'all man um and i know e-ray was experiencing uh, um some discomfort and stuff up there they lost power a couple times up there man so last we talked to him like all was well with him and his girl and stuff you know what i'm saying same thing with smiles so for, for all the people that's like in texas and stuff that we rock with man we hoping that everybody is safe but um 
I just wanted to talk about the fuck shit, right? Because, you know, I'm a big proponent free. I'm always talking about Texas. I'm always talking about how nice it is here. And right, I'm right. Damn, they had wanted me to move out there. Had me feel like I wanted to move out there a couple of times. You feel me? I'm, I'm, I'm recruiting and shit, right? I'm like, hey, y'all come to Texas. We're getting money. Now, Texas is getting money. Let's be clear. So all that, that, which is why I'm a little frustrated with the news and the narrative of them walking around like some broke, like screaming like they broke and, oh, my God, we don't know what to do. Help us. Woe is us. Nah, Texas has a history of mismanaging crisis. I won't say disasters because, like, the hurricane was a disaster. The pandemic was a disaster. But, like, this this Arctic blast, this Arctic storm that they calling it or whatever, it was pretty bad, right? But they boggled it so badly, bro. Like, so I'm going to start from the beginning. We knew that we were going to get a snowstorm. Uh, now, everybody's like, what, well, snowstorm? A lot of these people down here have never seen snow a day in their life. I have been here in Houston for seven going on almost eight years, right? I've only seen it snow here three times, the third being this week. Right. Any other time that it has snowed, the first two times in Houston has been a light dusting where, you know, it's six o'clock in the morning. You wake up and the car is covered and the grass is covered. But by the time nine o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning rolls around, it's melted and we go about our day. Right. There's been a couple little like freezing rain scenarios and, you know, the, the roads are icy. But then by the time 10 o'clock comes around, it melts and we all go about our day. Right now, Texas is the south. So they don't believe in rock salt. For some reason, they don't know anything about rock salt. It's a foreign concept to them. They use sand. Stupid, but hey, who am I to judge? So, and I'm not a civil planner, but if I know that an Arctic storm is coming, I'm going to go to Arkansas or Oklahoma or some neighboring city, and I'm going to say, hey, let me order some rock salt from y'all so that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll, we'll be fully prepared for this. I'm talking about you, Governor Abbott. Um, So, they didn't do that perfectly fine so the storm comes in is literally rain that turns into ice and then snow covers it and then it's about two inches of snow underneath it so these texas motherfuckers and i, I try not to talk bad about it because this is my home now and this and that but your f-150 is not invincible my niggas just because you have an f-150 truck and i'm sure the dealership sold you on all the bells and whistles and four-wheel drive front wheel drive it's got this it's got that it's got rear end suspension whoopty blah blah fucking blah okay that doesn't like stop you against black ice black ice is undefeated my nigga why you think we well, us black folks use that shit in our cars when we wanted to smell good <laughs> <laughs> you feel me um so I'm watching cars free. I'm watching them slip and slide across the freeway. It's all bad. But I'm like, cool. We in the house. Our power is on. We're fine. Checking in. You know, we was in the group chat checking in on, on E-Ray and them. They had lost power. You know what I'm saying? Was trying to be supportive of them. Five o'clock. I'm chilling on the couch. Like, damn, it's fucked up. But we dodged that bullet. Five o'clock on Monday. Power goes off. What the fuck is going on? Okay. Now. Naturally, they tried to sell it like, oh, this weather is so bad, it knocked the power off. No, these people purposely turned the power off because they wanted to balance out their grid or some bullshit excuse that they fed us. It was like, oh, no, um, we don't want to. It's a discrepancy with the power and we don't necessarily want to um, overpower the grid and it be an outage and then we'll shut everything down. So they just voluntarily shut people's power off. Now, they lied because they said... Um, we're going to do alternating blackouts or like a rolling blackout. And it's only going to last, you know, 30 minutes at a time. Some people, we may just shut it off for 12 hours, but it will definitely be back on in 12 hours. They lied. 
Okay, in the affluent areas, maybe, but in the hood, they just shut that shit off and forgot about it for a couple days and walked away from it. Evidence of that is y'all saw the, the dude that y'all voted in, my man Senator Ted Cruz, trying to slide on niggas to go to Mexico. Now, free. I need you to jump in here because you saw this shit. This is not just me, like, sitting in the house with my conspiracy theories and this and that and shit. I'm telling you what actually happened, right? There are, you know, on social media, there are pictures that show, like, downtown Dallas. And you look at the, the nice buildings and everything like that, and they're all well lit. And then you can, you it pans out and it shows a surrounding city, and it's all black. And I'm like, yes. what kind of shit is that in freezing weather? There's nobody living in those buildings after, what, 5 o'clock in the, in the evening? Exactly. But people live in their homes 24-7, especially in the pandemic. More people are at home than there ever was. So I don't understand, like, unless you're just uh, blatantly saying, which they probably are, man, fuck these poor folks, fuck these black folks, fuck these brown folks. We need to conserve um, our rich areas, our businesses, because we just care about the money, which that's probably what it is. That is what it is. I I'm going to be definitive in that because so um, when our power went out, now we we are fortunate enough we are blessed enough to be in a situation to where uh shara's parents my in-laws ha have um they they power was on and they let us come through over there so we thought we was just gonna be over there like for a day or two like you know just a day for real we thought we just gonna just slide over there for the night we'd be cool then so i woke up the next day drove in the ice you know what i'm saying to go check on the apartment power still out all right grab some more food grab some more clothes and stuff drive back over there um they're in an affluent area so the power is all we we chilling like at least we warm and stuff now their power went out for like um i say probably about two hours maybe three hours in the middle of the night came right back on boom right everything else in that area just fine lights on everything cool come back over to the apartment to check again still out everything how far are they from you guys as far as driving they're about 15 minutes away but like okay they stay in like it's that's in, that's cool because the area they stay in is really where i'm trying to like move to but we stay on kind of like a fringe area where if you go 10, right. 10 miles to the north is nice 10 miles to the south is the hood is where we live at so literally like you said if you look to the north you see lights you look to the south it's darkness only darkness every day <laughs> darknesses you feel me so but my thing is, my gripe or that I have, because, you know, we made it through, right? Everything's cool. I appreciate everybody uh, calling and check on us. I said that. Um, the news and how they just letting this shit run, bro. So they brought in an expert from, like, the utility company. It's funny how they be having all these committees and, and like, utility experts and stuff, which nobody ever thinks to, like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody thinks of these people. So they was asking, like, okay, bro, how is it that in the – summertime when we have 100 degree weather and you know people bumping their ac and stuff the grid can support that but they can't support it now and his explanation was that uh the regular temperature that some people like keep their apartments at or whatever or their houses like their thermostats at is 75 degrees if you're at 105 in the summertime that's only a 30 uh, approximately a 30 degree difference um if you let's just say you keep it at 75 in the winter time and the temperature drops to about, you know what I'm saying, 12 or, or like 20-something degrees or below 32, basically. That's more than 60 degrees, and that's a large difference, and it's pulling drastically on the grid. It's what he said, right? So I want to ask you, does that make sense to you? I mean, it, it kind of does, but I think they're answering, they're asking the wrong question. The question I would ask is, okay, you have to, you have to shut power down to conserve the grid. 
why why does it seem like the power is only being shut down in black and brown neighborhoods? That's the question I would ask. But I mean, from the from math wise, from what he's saying, kind of kind of adds up to me. But honestly, I feel, like I said, I think they're ask, they're asking the wrong question. This is this is why I, I'm with you, and I respect that. But the reason why it don't make sense to me is Texas, Houston in particular, and other surrounding areas is the energy capital. <laughs> of the United States. It is the one thing that they specialize in down here that nobody else specializes in, my nigga. Right? It's like Detroit and cars back in the day, right? It's like right. fucking potatoes in Idaho, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like peaches in Georgia. Like, energy in Texas. This is what you specialize in. And you're going to come up with this sap ass excuse. Then. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Neezy here. I wanted to make sure that y'all go and get your Naturally Nay Instant Moisture Duo. That's right. You know, this Instant Moisture Duo can be used on braids, locks, twists, beards, and all of your natural hair. The moisturizer is all natural ingredients. One of our key ingredients, aloe vera. You know, aloe vera is really great for your scalp. And our oil blend is a mixture of the best oils that you can use to promote hair growth and give your hair a good shine and overall just a natural glow. So you're getting two amazing products. Make sure you go to inaudibleruckus.com slash nay. And also you can follow us on Instagram at naturally underscore nay, N-A-E-E. Then, not only that, but then the grocery stores start getting all scarce. They start shutting shit down. They acting like it's a food shortage. And they showing y'all pictures of Walmart being bare and this and that. People panicking. They had a director from Kroger get on there and say, people, stop panicking. The shelves will be restocked. Yes, it, during the pandemic, things were looking scarce. But that's because we had suppliers all over the country and we were dealing with a national crisis. This particular incident with the weather is a local thing for Houston. And we have access to other suppliers if need be. But we have food, right? Okay. I stay with the, the place where I stay at in Texas is near. It's a lot of like distribution centers and like the, uh, the grocery supplier places and stuff. They were fine. They're fine. They have food. They have, they're lying to you. If they say they ran out of food or we don't know if we'll be able to make it through the weekend, it'll be 70 degrees tomorrow. My nigga, like I'm so pissed. Um, so all of this, right? Those things. What else? It was, I have a list of things that I was going to complain about. Um, free. Ask me some questions so I can gather my thoughts. Um, I mean, well, let's 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 talk about you know the people that that passed because of this that that yes, could have definitely yes, been avoided. Yes, let's talk about. Um, it. I saw the Houston Chronicle put out an article today, kind of talking about the people that passed because of you know the power being out and the, the freezing temperatures. They're saying you know at the first night side of snow, this 11 year old boy went outside to play, and later that night he died. Uh, there's this like 75 year old man who died on his couch with his his wife sitting right next to him. He died of hypothermia. Can you imagine dying of hypothermia in your own house? Hold on, wait. So that's it, right there. Stop right there. So that was my other question because we were talking about like the grid blowing and, and sustaining energy and this and that. The temperatures inside the homes dropped drastically. I when I was coming back to check on our apartment, it dropped to like 40 something degrees. Right. So. And you imagine these older folks and, and probably like, you know, so it probably dropped way lower than that. 
you're talking about shutting everything down would it not be a drastic pull on the grid once everybody got their power back on and like had to heat their homes back up turning it on all at once yep because when, when our power did get cut back on it took us three hours to heat it up from 30 something degrees all the way back up to 75 degrees so imagine all these other places that's doing that and some of the places were worse than yours because that that old man nice. who passed they said his home felt exactly how it felt outside yeah. And what was it like 12 degrees a couple you, days ago? Yes, you have to understand these houses are not designed for that. These houses are designed right. to to cool off. It's not like up north where the roofing and all that is insulated so that you know what I'm saying they could trap the heat in and stuff. These houses are designed to be breathable, you know what I'm saying? Cuz it gets hot down here. The the sewer systems and all that is designed different. The infrastructure of the city is designed different. And that reminds me of another thing I saw that I was seeing on social media. People's houses falling apart cuz like you said it's designed to be cooler so the walls are thinner the roofs are thinner so people's walls were falling apart people's, people's pipes roofs were, were falling apart the pipes were bursting because that was the other thing yeah. they didn't talk about they were shutting off people's water i understand that right but some people like so imagine being it's felt like detroit i'm not gonna lie to you imagine being without water and without electricity for multiple days in like negative degree weather like you feel like you're in a third world country yeah. but this is supposed to be america this is texas and this is my gripe with texas yeah, yeah i know Oh, low! you down there You're always trying to get us to move down It's a whole lot of money in Texas There's so much money in Texas, right? Which is why this is a travesty And it's a damn shame Because Texas is the type of person If if you had to categorize Texas Texas is the individual that's like Hey, what y'all doing over there? Y'all broke-ass niggas Y'all some bums Y'all need to get y'all money up like me I'm out here getting it You need to be getting it too, right? And then turn around Hey, man, let me hold 600 But they got the money They have the money they just don't want to spend it. And your man's, not your man's per se, but I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking to like to the listeners out there. Governor Abbott basically pulled the Kwame Kilpatrick. And I know y'all like, what? what? What did he do? He basically said, hey, look, we're going to shut this power off. And then I'm going to throw the assist over to my energy homies. Right. And, and have them get shit back on deck or whatever. So we don't need y'all help over there because even joe biden was like hey y'all need me to come down there and stuff and and, and then they was like joe we got it so joe went and did his public address today and was like hey i'm gonna let them get a grasp on it but i won't be going down to houston they have it under control if they need me they'll call it's basically what dog said so that lets you know it's not that big of a uh, uh no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna diminish it but that lets you know it's some fuck shit going on with the poli- the, the politicians and just exactly what i was about to say that's politics because they look at well Biden's not my president. You know, he stole the election from Trump. Exactly. I don't want his help. And he like, well, if y'all don't want my help, and, and obviously y'all really don't need our help, because this is another thing, too. So one of the excuses they tried to say was, oh, the energy grid is powered by the turbines in West Texas, um, but they were frozen, so we couldn't do anything. There are turbines in Arctic regions that function just fine, my nigga. Now, another thing Texas is known for with all this energy, this day, it's a lot of engineers down here. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of engineering and this and that because all the machinery and all the warehouses and this and that. So for a motherfucker to say, oh, we couldn't get the turbines up and running. We don't know what to do. That's bullshit. I call bullshit. And not only that, and shout out to E-Ray because he was the one who brought this to our attention. Um, A lot of the politicians in Texas are trying to blame this on clean energy somehow. Like somehow because we're trying to shift to clean energy, this right it over it, like the grid wasn't prepared for that's the this turbine. winter storm. That's the How turbine does that make sense? They tried to that's the turbine shit, right? It's like, bro, come on, bro. Like, like, like we're not stupid. These old ass motherfuckers is up here trying to like like still do their old tricks, and it's like, bro, we're hip now. We see you. 
nigga. We saw you on the plane, Ted Cruz. You bitch ass nigga. I, like, like we saw I hope you. The dog. states and the cities get sued into bankruptcy. Honestly, nah, not bankruptcy. I seen the city go bankrupt, and that was not good. I said Detroit went bankrupt. I saw that shit. Nah, I don't want to see a city go bankrupt. But well, there got to be some consequences for these for these pieces of shit. That's all I'm saying. But it won't be, right? And it's like you said, Texas got money, and but the whole problem is they don't want to give money to poor folks, to black folks, and to brown folks. They don't. Because I, I, I'm a big proponent on this show, and I know because even when J.J. Watt was leaving, and I was like, fuck J.J., where's that Hurricane Harvey money? And again, it was all these Captain save a motherfuckers that, that um, slid underneath. Well, what do you mean? And, I'm, you know, on this platform, we speak for the hood, first and foremostly, right? Um, a lot of people was like, no, J.J. did donate money. He didn't do it. I was like, but it didn't go to the hood. Well, he's not responsible for where it goes. Nah, he went out there and was in championing and campaigning as, as the nigga trying to get it done for Houston. You have to get it done for all of Houston, right? Houston is one of the most diverse cities. Now, the state of Texas may be a red state, but Harris County, which is where Houston is located, is very much blue. It's very liberal. It's very yep. diverse. It's a, it's a there lot are of some there are definitely blue cities in Texas, Austin, Houston. Yeah, I think Dallas may be a blue city. Mm-hmm. K- kinda is getting there. Um, okay. Dallas is not as pro- it's working, but like it's it's not as progressive as like a Austin and a um and a Houston, right? But mm-hmm. when I say Houston, like Houston has a large population of transplant millennials, age eighteen to thirty four. Um, it's very diverse as far as ethnicities. Where yes, it's a large percentage of white and Hispanic, but there's also black. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the, the um the Caribbean influence, a lot of um Asian influence. It's a lot of pockets of like culture, like throughout the city. Like if you're looking for like certain things you will definitely find it here right in a good way i mean right and then austin of course has the university of texas which is you know one of the most popular and prestigious universities in the country and let's just keep it right. so they have that influx of, of college students who tend to be more progressive yeah and they have good weed and good barbecue let's just be real <laughs> like like it's, the weed up in austin is amazing and so is the barbecue man okay in houston they getting there but my point is don't think that like you know it's a reflection of everything. It's just the people that's running this shit still. You know what I'm saying? They they still treating it like it's the old days, man. And that, that yeah, they're going by the same playbook. And you know it's about time that people get fed up and start you know trying to hold these people accountable. Yeah. So for all y'all out there, I still think I should come to Texas because in between time, it's still a good opportunity to get money, right, and provide for your family and this and that. Um, I'm gonna tell y'all. Shout out to all my Detroit people. From uh, um, an evolutionary standpoint, is I still like being in Houston. I still like the opportunities in Houston. Um, now I'm working to where I can be able to just go back and forth, be able to live down here and still handle business here and back in Detroit. So I ain't saying just abandon Detroit all the way together. But if you need space and room to like get your plays off, come to Texas so we can take over because hustlers gonna make it regardless. Right now, what I'm seeing though too is. Just don't live in the hood. If you can make enough money, you can live in the suburbs. And I know free, and we're gonna get into this next topic. But I, we've talked about this before. How you know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't turn your back on the hood. But money talks, and, and Texas is one of those states where clearly, clearly they only respect money because everything else they just consider you a brokey and write you off to into the dust. So, fuck them. Um, Ted Cruz, you a bitch ass nigga. We saw you on that plane trying to slide to Cancun with your family, man. 
That's some whole shit, man. And I know, I probably can't. I'm not supposed to be saying this shit, but I feel it in my spirit. I gotta say this shit, man. That's some whole ass shit. These people voted for you. No, we gotta man. talk about it. We and we also forget he let Donald Trump talk bad about his wife and then end up kissing his ass after he got elected president. If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy-duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. He ain't shit. That shows you everything you need to know about this yellow-tailed ass nigga, man. Like, like, I don't know. I ain't gonna talk bad about the governor. You can't. I don't want to end up like how they tried to do old girl up in um. <laughs> in nah, shit. fuck Ted Cruz. Nah, I'll say it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ted Cruz, yes, but the governor, nah. I'm just gonna keep, leave it alone because remember they they came after. Nah, him. fuck him. No, 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 Fuck him too. La, la, la. Man, la, la, fuck la, Governor la, Newsom. La, la, la. I live in California. Fuck Gavin Newsom with his hypocritical ass. The views expressed by free. They don't fuck around with that governor shit. Remember what happened in Michigan, right? Okay, we not playing hey. with the governors. We not playing with the governors. Hey. Moving on. Moving on. Hey, th this is this is this is this is free speaking, not low. I I'll take the heat for this. You don't live in Texas? No, I'm talking about Newsom. That's California's governor. Oh. He ain't shit either. Yeah, fuck him. Uh <laughs> <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since we're here, then did you see Judas and the Black Messiah? Woo! <laughs> man, I had to quote you, man, because I felt exactly the same way you did. Um, I haven't been that mad after and at the end of the movie since um, Fruitville. Fruitville Station, like you said. Yeah, I wanted to go punch a police um, officer, bro. You said what? I wanted to go punch a police officer. I'm not going to lie. Man, I, I, I was just upset. You know, my girl was upset. We were both upset. But it was also an incredible movie. Yeah. Just, yeah. And I like the way they framed it as more of like a political thriller than just a straight biopic. Yeah. Because they felt tension that part. And it's kind of framed more so behind uh, uh, Bill O'Neill than it is yeah. Fred Hampton. Uh, Fred Hampton. But I, that's where all the tension comes from, from from Bill trying to keep up this facade. Well, I was reading, I was reading that it, they they wanted it to be more like The Departed versus just right, like a biopic. Right, but you know Hollywood has to try and take liberties and make it more accessible to the masses. So the 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 writing team had to take had to kind of take some liberties, but I still think they came out with a good product. Mm -hmm. But I want the one thing I want to kind of get across regarding this, just to kind of because I don't really think. Bill O'Neill deserves sympathy, but I think he deserves context. Okay. Because he was, I believe, the FBI approached, approached him when I believe he was 17 years old. Yep. Trying to get out of doing some, a four-year stretch for, um, was it, uh, running a, a stolen car across state lines. So he's not a grown-ass man like Lakeith Stanfield is. This was a child yep. at this point um, being approached by the FBI to do this. So I think we need to kind of keep that as perspective as, as well as keeping perspective that Fred Hampton was 20 years old, 21 years old when he was killed by yeah. the police. I didn't realize they was that young, bro. I did not. Right, right. And then some people try to argue and say, oh, they should have cast younger art, art, um, actors. But if you look at Fred Hampton, like 
he looked older. Like, and they say like the stress from dealing with all that, dealing with that racism, trying to be a revolutionary in those times, that probably wears on you and ages you. It had to. It had to, man. Um, I just because I know you come from Oakland, um, the 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 founding place of the Black Panther Party. But I read somewhere it's like even though Black Panther Party was birthed in the Bay. It grew and, and became like it got its teeth, so to speak, in the Chicago, like like in the growth in Chicago through Fred Hampton's work. Like, right. And then you could kind of see that just through how how talented he was as a speaker. He was really a unifying force. Yeah. He wasn't just talking to black folks. He was talking to white folks. He was talking to women. He was talking to, you know, uh, the, the Latinx community. Anyone who felt oppression, he was talking to. Yeah. And they all listened. And that's what made him a threat to the FBI. And and I really hope, I tend not to say this about a lot of people, but I really hope J. Edgar Hoover is burning in hell. Yeah, well, I mean, not just him, but like the whole COINTEL Pro, right? Like you yes. said, it, they tried to make them out to be a terrorist group. Even the, the dude from Breaking Bad, who they had played the, the Fed, they was just like, hey, these is just like the Ku Klux Klan. These niggas is terrorists, which is not the case, right? But they painted them that way. and they, they Right. Kind of like how they're painting Black Lives Matter today. Yeah, but not only that, and that's, I'm, I'm with you there because like I, I try to like modernize it, right? So I think of somebody mm-hmm. like, and it made me go back and look at the whole Nipsey Hustle thing a little bit differently too, right? Because Nipsey, and yes, he was killed like like presumably like by you know a situation like within internally within like their organization or whatever. But it's that's what happened to Fred Hampton too, right? It's almost like on some setup shit. And it's because of what the person stood for, right? Like, when you talk about unifying and teaching all types of, like, upwardly mobile, um, enterprising, like, vertical integration type skills and stuff. Like, the stuff that Nipsey was on, it's like he had to be silenced. You feel me? And Fred Hampton's message was a little more simpler than that. He just wanted power to go to the people. He wanted to help out the community. The reason me and you have free lunch and free breakfast is largely because of the Black Panthers when we went to school. Talk about it. Right. Like, oh, that's a good idea. We should do that. That man died, so we might as well honor him in some way. He just wanted the kids to eat. He knew it would be easier for them to focus on school if, if they didn't have to worry about starving and, and, and trying to skip school to go find a meal if they could just eat and then go about school. They'd, they'd be more receptive to learning. And for him to be as young as he was, to, to understand that. Wise beyond his years. Yeah, man. Yeah. But let's talk about some of the performances because... Uh, Daniel Kaluuya was incredible. Yes. Incredible. Even though he may not look like Fred Hampton, he really embodied him. Yeah. From like the cadence to how he carried himself. Like uh, he's definitely getting award recognition. Lakeith Stanfield as Bill O'Neill, he he made me feel paranoid. Yeah. Like people talk about uncut gems. Oh, that movie made me uncomfortable the whole time. Like I know niggas who live like that every day of the week. That shit didn't make me uncomfortable. Yeah. I was laughing at that movie. Yeah. But this movie, yes, Lakeith made me uncomfortable like had had, trying to keep up that facade and you know he's overcompensating to kind of throw the spell off him saying oh this is what i'll do to a snitch yeah there's a snitch in here y'all oh my favorite part my favorite part because we all we've all worked those jobs and i said this on the skeeters episode we've all worked those jobs where like those dead end jobs where you ain't feel like doing shit so when they was about to have a shoot off with the police spoiler alert and um o'neill's uh was like, hey, I'm about to go cover the roof, and he went to go slide out the back door, and then when he went and he and he was trying to slide, but then my man's was by the door, and he's like, oh, I'm about to go cover the roof. He should have told <laughs> dog, hey, you go cover the roof. I got this back door. Right. He was just panicking. He wasn't thinking it all the way through. Yeah. 
Um, that was funny because I've I've done that a couple times at a job that I didn't like. Where it's like, hey y'all, I'm about to just be back here doing some stuff. <laughs> I'll see y'all. Right, right. Just it, it. He he made feeling uncomfortable. Like like they both should get awards recognitions for that role. And then we also got to talk about Dominique Fishback because yes. she was incredible yes. too. Yes. I, so um, I, I read that. Um. So fast forwarding. Because she, she killed it all the way through, right? She definitely embodies strength and carrying those emotions. Um, strength and grace and empowering her own right. Well, so right there. So she said that when she spoke with Deborah Johnson, I forgot Deborah's new name because Deborah changed her name. But when she spoke with Deborah Johnson, she said that after when, when she was in that moment and they had killed Fred and dragged him out and they were celebrating in this net, she said she did not cry because she did not want to give those crackers the satisfaction. And so when remember that scene and, and with Dominique Fishback staring at the shit and she just was like and I was like she about to cry I was like it's about to be that one Denzel single tear she, yeah she I was expecting the same thing she didn't get them motherfuckers the satisfaction I was like now that's acting that's how you act yeah she's a star she's a star now it's it's cats out the bag with her she, her bag about to grow exponentially well she was she was in the show the Deuce we used to watch that show I forgot what channel it used to come on but it was about how porn like grew from the, the yeah it's the HBO show yeah yeah mm-hmm. it, how she was also in that movie I haven't watched it yet but that movie Project Power with Jamie Foxx on Netflix mm. she was in that too yeah she's a rising star in the game definitely but man if y'all haven't seen this movie yet highly recommended probably the best movie I've seen this year so far um, excellent, just excellent. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna cut to some music, and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk a little bit of sports. So uh, this first track is called something. Look, I'm sorry, I ain't had no power this week, y'all. Uh, I, I know I prepared a little bit, but not all the way. You're gonna like it, so check it out. <laughs> and then the second track is another track by another dope artist, so you're gonna like that too. It's an audible ruckus, motherfucker. <laughs> we do it for real. Hey, run it up, get the pack, we do it for real. You don't do that shit for real, nigga, we can tell. If I ain't tryna make a way, tryna make a sale. Free my niggas off the sale, nigga, this shit real. Run it up, get the pack, we do it for real. You don't do that shit for real, nigga, we can tell. If I ain't tryna make a way, tryna make a sale. Free my niggas out the cell, nigga, this shit real. Take them back when I was 13, probably 12. Mama cried when she found out her son deal. Had a too cocky, nigga, I was never frill. Used to hide the dog food inside the fridge. Was tall, young, never hustle when you lay your head. The woods will come to your door like three little pigs. Just for my niggas locked up, facing the big. Gonna hurt the soul when he found out this nigga snitched. Gonna hurt more when he hear a nigga took his bitch. Gonna hurt worse when he see a nigga raising his kid. Hustle on them same blocks where niggas get killed. Ay, no cap, we do it for real. Run it up, get the pack, we do it for real. You don't do that shit for real, nigga, we can tell. If I ain't tryna make a way, tryna make a sale. Free my niggas off the seal, nigga, this shit real. Run it up, get the pack, we do it for real. You don't do that shit for real, nigga, we can tell. If I ain't tryna make a way, tryna make a sale. Free my niggas off the seal, nigga, this shit real. We do this shit for real, y'all niggas cap. Never been in the field or been in the trap. I don't wanna shake your hand, I don't want no doubt. I don't wanna do no songs, I don't wanna match. Too real for this shit, I shouldn't even rap. Doing the dash and the scat, bitch, head on my lap. Ayy, bitch, head on my lap. Doing the dash and the scat, bitch, head on my lap. We do this shit for real, for real. 
nigga, we can tell If I ain't tryna make a way, tryna make a sale Free my niggas off the sale, nigga, this shit real Run it up, get the pay, we do it for real You don't do that shit for real, nigga, we can tell If I ain't tryna make a way, tryna make a sale Free my niggas off the sale, nigga, this shit real It's Uncle Ski Tall, and you are listening to the Inaudible Ruckus Podcast. Okay, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on SoundCloud. Okay, you can also go to the website and cop you some merch, inaudibleruckus.com slash shop. Solid dudes, solid topics, solid music. Inaudible Ruckus, motherfucker. Oh, I, I, I stole made it up. That's my brother in the round. That's my brother in the round. He gon' ride for me. If the pressure ever wrong, he gon' slide for me. Loyal nigga, hold you down to the fucking end. Don't get your head knocked off, cause we locked in. You my brother, and I promise I'ma catch you if you fall. If this shit ever get thick, I'm willing to risk it all. If we ever come to eyes, can't nobody get involved. We might turn on that nigga just to get the problem solved. I done lost my dog, my right hand man. Spread the cards that I was dope, now I don't even got a hand. Trapping up the minivan, selling cush jars for tea and trying to come up on the band. Tell me how I'm supposed to cope with something I don't understand. How you gon' leave me in cash, three kings to the end? God goes, you my brother, never call you my friend. When we wasn't out of eye, we were still locked in. They couldn't touch a hair on you, put that on my soul. 10, 19, 19 is when my heart turned cold. You won't even get to see me finally get my neck froze. Or be on the side of me, my first stadium show. Swear this shit hit different when your loved ones get chose. They needed you the most and then you got called home. I keep calling your line, but you ain't picking up the phone. Cry when I see your face, cry when I made the song. That's my brother that's around, he gon' ride for me. If the pressure ever wrong, he gon' slide for me. Loyal nigga hold you down to the fucking end. Don't get your head knocked off, cause we locked in. You my brother, and I promise I'ma catch you if you fall. If this shit ever get thick, I'm willing to risk it all. If we ever come to eyes, can't nobody get involved. We might turn on that nigga just to get the problem solved. Yeah, why you take my brother? From me so early Don't you know that if I need him He there in a hurry If they ever try to touch me It's 40s with 30 We ain't playing about this family This shit get ugly Hope this perky take the pain away I wanna fade away I drive myself inside his nail Wish that I could change today I swear this shit don't feel real Can't even explain today I had to wipe your mama tears She never felt no pain this way what you want us to do Knowing the life we living Ain't the same without you Trying to be strong But my heart broken in two I'm looking for better ways I'm praying for better days Trying to be strong, but my heart broken in two I'm looking for better ways, I'm praying for better days I won't take the pain away I'll take the pain away Said it won't take the pain away Shout out to Jehovah Alright y'all, we are back that was two dope songs by two dope artists. Y'all gotta forgive me, man. It's been a long. I'm, when I'm trying to tell you, bro, it's been a long week, and I had all this like animosity on my spirit and stuff, and I just wanted to process it and be able to articulate it in the right way. Hopefully, 
you know y'all left that last segment a little bit more informed you know what i'm saying hopefully it didn't deter you you know what i'm saying so but free appreciate you my brother for riding with me you know what i'm saying all day all day um so gotta lighten the mood a little bit i wanted to ask you so First off, Valentine's Day. We couldn't even enjoy Valentine's Day because of that storm shit, bro. Like, Neezy's Yeah, that's trash. Like, I, w- I was about to cook dinner and all that shit before, like, it got shut off. But relationships, you and, you know, when this shit comes out, people, we especially with celebrities, we always got to get caught up and enthralled in their relationships, right? Now, on this show, we don't get so much into the gossip, but we try to find, you know what I'm saying, little nuggets to, like, build off bigger conversation pieces, right? Um, more recently... Russell Wilson and uh, Sierra were featured in a GQ um, in GQ magazine. It was a feature, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, hey, this power couple. Tell us about y'all life. Russell comes out there, says sweet things about his wife, like how he always does, like how he's programmed and conditioned to do. And instantly, everybody, oh, he a simp. He a sucker. He's, and cause I think one of the, the main hot takes that everybody was enthralled about was like, I like that. That's my word of the week, enthralled. Um, is that he was like his biggest fear is losing his wife and they made it like oh what the fuck why he think about losing his wife that ain't shit da, 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 da. look at this simp ass nigga he can't live without her and i'm thinking like these niggas must never been married now as somebody who is engaged about to be married and stuff man i feel like me and you can have this dialogue one one why do niggas hate russell wilson so bad other than the the, the simp shit like he can't honor his woman to the public I mean, I think number one is like you said, like a lot of those, a lot of those niggas probably single, probably miserable, probably don't have any good women in their life. Um, Number two, (laughs) you know, a lot of those niggas worship future and they try and live their life like future live. Number one, you don't got future money, so you can't live like future live. A lot of those women put up with him because he got money. Um, And I think number three, it's a lot of it's it's about misogyny, the way, you know, men look at women in the society. Uh, whenever a woman's propped up, you know, a man always has something to say about it. Uh, so that's where I think a lot of it comes from. But I also think two things can be true. Like, number one, everything I just said is true. But number two, Russell Wilson, he is corny. Yeah. It's just That's just his personality. He's corny. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, we always say, you know, black people aren't a monolith. But it seems like people, some folks want black people to be a monolith. Like, if you're black, you can only act a certain way, talk a certain way, believe a certain thing. Yeah. And Russell shows that he's not that, and then it's a problem. Yeah. I th- so, a couple things there. One, I fuck with Future's music. I don't fuck with Future. Because, you know, I fuck with my artists based on what they stand for, like, outside of the music as well. I don't fuck with what Future stands for outside of the music. Only because a while back, a couple years back, he did an interview, and he was talking about how you know he was addicted to like you know all the percocets and the lean and stuff that he rapped about but he said he quit that stuff because he realized you know he was addicted but then he did not tell his fans that he stopped and he didn't want like admit to it that he had quit because he was worried about losing his fans which i lost respect for that because you're out here promoting it and these people follow your influence and instead of being honest and telling them like i probably should stop doing this or i have stopped doing this you stopped and allowed for them to continue doing it. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's mm-hmm. something that I just can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, like future knows his influence. He know he, that nigga like to these young dogs, like he, he could have said something about that. So that's one thing. The other thing is yes. Russell Wilson is corny to your point, but 
you gotta honor your woman, dog. Like, like, not even like, not, regardless of these celebrities. Let me just talk to y'all niggas as a married man. And I know I be going hard for my wife on social media, and we got our show that we do, the Skeeters and this and that. I'm trying to show y'all niggas like, like how, like how you value your significant other in a marriage, bro. Like, like we, our generation wasn't taught that because the pimping culture and the shit, like from the old heads, man, you keep your foot on these bitches' necks, man. You don't, you don't never let a woman tell you what to do. You don't just like that's where that misogyny and, and all that shit comes from right that's where that yeah, that, that like, mob money over bitches that whole thing yeah and it's like nah it don't be like if you're trying to build we just talked we just got done talking about in the last segment about uh fred hampton and stuff if you're trying to build communities right if you're trying to build and like you know what i'm saying build longevity and do cooperative economics and stuff you need the women and the children right and the only way you're gonna like f foster and cultivate that is by like pouring into them right so if you have a woman and wife, you need to treat them as such you need i'm not saying you know what i'm saying you gotta like place them on the highest pedestal possible like they can't do no wrong like we all humans and stuff out here but like you need to like honor them and like do right by them now vice versa as well too like it's in a relationship i'm not the relationship guru nigga but like it's supposed to be reciprocal in a relationship i ain't saying one person rules any higher than another but us as men i'm speaking about us and taking accountability for what we have control over we gotta make sure that we honoring our queens and stuff if we're gonna be the kings that that we claim to be and that we what's up king you all right, King? All right, good morning, King. Grand Rising. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. If you're going to do that, then carry yourself as such, man. Govern yourself a certain type of way, bro. Like, to be out here, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should want to have a woman that you can speak highly of like that. Because if you marry and stuff, she's a reflection of you. She's a part of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's a story for another time. Because y'all niggas, a lot of y'all niggas ain't married. And y'all don't fully grasp the concept of marriage. And that's not my place to, like, tell y'all what's right or what's wrong. But y'all don't grasp it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all confused about it. And that's why y'all be fucked off in the game. But that's neither here nor there. And a lot of niggas have been hurt from prior relationships. And instead of admitting that they're hurt, they try and bury it down and just be like, man, fuck bitches, fuck women. No, bro, just admit that you got hurt. Yeah. It's okay. It happens to all of us. Yeah. You know, and just move forward. Yeah, heal 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 yourself like um so let's change gears a little bit did you see tory lane's hair <laughs> did i you know? i think because of you i saw tory's hair <laughs> i seen a meme it was like it that looked, shit looked like partially shaved pubes bruh it, it looked like i seen a meme where it's like remember have you ever taken a reese's cup out of the wrapper and it's like that little oh my god piece? <laughs> little the funniest thing i saw somebody said his hair is falling off the bone that's <laughs> <laughs> Duh. And then you see how he tried to cover it up by by getting a new little lace front, whatever the fuck you got in his head look like AstroTurf. Yeah, man. Just cut that Just shit. Just let bro. that shit go, bro. Go ball. You'll be, be alright. Look, be you. You feel me? Like I heard that that shit hurts. So but I use naturally named moisturizer dual, so I don't have those problems. Um, you know. And niggas still wanna be on his side? Like he, he you just gotta say he took the L. Honestly, why do we keep defending this man? Because they bald and they they toxic. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what it comes down to. Um, yeah, the same people that defend Tory Lanez are the same ones that's criticizing Russell Wilson for appreciating his wife. You feel me? But anyway, I just had to slide that in there. Let's talk a little bit of sports, man. A little bit of sports. Um, so again, we know that this summer, but not this. Well, yeah, I guess you could say this summer. This off season for the NFL, we about to see a carousel of the quarterbacks. So instead of us trying to predict where people gonna go, because again, we not in these front offices, I'm just gonna wait 
for all the, the like planes to land and then we can criticize so the, the the latest plane to land is Carson Wentz was traded to Indy uh the Philadelphia Eagles have agreed to trade quarterback Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2021 third round draft pick and a conditional 2020 second round pick that could turn into a first rounder according to league sources um What's your thoughts on that? Because a lot of people picked Indy as like um, an instant contender as long as they found the right quarterback. They were literally a quarterback away. They, they feel like they have a solid defense. They got a solid run game. They feel like they got what it takes. They just needed a quarterback to kind of like push the ball down the field. Do you think Carson Wentz is that quarterback? Um, Yes and no. I think my overall reaction to this was like, damn, that's all Philly got? Philly thought they was going to get the Matthew Stafford package. Yeah. But they got the poo-poo platter. Carson Wentz they got a second that. and a third for someone that they traded up to get in the first round and then gave a $100 million contract, and they got to eat that cap hit? That's yeah. going to hurt. They said it's the largest cap hurt. hit in history, ain't it? Like $33 million? Yeah, I think it's the highest cap hit in NFL history. Damn. So that's going to hurt. $30 million out your cap for a guy that's not on your team, on your team no more. Um, but I understand why they had to do it. It just seemed like it's an untenable situation. You feel like you can't win with them anymore. I think teams and players are both realizing, like, hey, if this ain't going to work out, I'm not going to wait around. It's time to make something happen. Yeah. So um, I understand why Philly did it. I'm happy for Jalen Hurts. He gets the chance to shine. I do think Philly will probably bring somebody else in here through the draft or a veteran to kind of push Jalen. Because Jalen, I mean, he looked exciting, but let's be real. He didn't look like he was ready to be a, a yeah. top-tier quarterback in the league. Yeah. His accuracy was kind of an issue, but his athleticism is off the charts. Yeah, but and I, I don't want to talk bad about black quarterbacks because we black and I love black quarterbacks. I want to see more. We, than, we gotta be honest. We gotta be yeah, honest. I want to see more like pocket presence and, and progressions and being able to make the throws because it's a quarterback. You're not a running back. You but the same saying? reason that might have been an issue for um for 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 Jalen um is the same reason that I'm not. I'm not completely off Carson because yeah. I think Carson Indy was the best place he could have went. His former offensive coordinator is the head coach, Frank Wright. Yep, yep. They got probably one of the, if not the best offensive line in football, even though their left tackle retired, Anthony Costanzo. Yeah. He retired. They probably have the best guard in football, Quentin Nelson. Just Google Quentin Nelson and watch some of the blocks he throws. I know offensive line plays not sexy. We don't watch nah, football for that. He, but he, he be laying fools Quentin down. Nelson, that nigga be putting niggas on his on their ass yeah pancakes for everyone <laughs> yes yes definitely all you can eat pancakes from ihop i'm talking about quentin nelson who wants pancakes <laughs> <laughs> um and they got a you know up and coming running back the the kid from wisconsin that was a rookie last year uh damn what's his name something something taylor was it jordan taylor um but I can't I can't remember his name right now. But he started slow last year, but ended up being one of the most exciting players in the league by so, the time the so, season ended. So, question: Do you see Indianapolis kind of like taking up in, in that that first second place in the AFC South? Because you know the Titans was was holding it down for a minute. Uh, Texans faded and the Jaguars faded. But do you see Indy just jumping to that top spot, or they still got to go through Tennessee? I can see the Colts winning the division, but I'm gonna quit, I'm gonna quote my homegirl Mina Kimes by saying. I think the Colts are a playoff team now, but I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. Got you. And that, because that, we still got to see what happens with Wentz. But I think Wentz was a victim from poor roster construction in Philadelphia and injuries. Yeah. The offensive line was always injured. 
The receivers were always injured and not that very good. Yeah. Uh, quarterback can only can can only do so much without a round. Yeah, that's true. Now I think it got into his head so much that I think Pro Football Focus said he was a poor quarterback even when the pocket was clean. When his pocket was clean, he still wasn't good. Yeah. Which was unfortunate. I think he threw. I think he threw more interceptions from a clean pocket than when he was under pressure. Which is unfortunate because he showed promise early on. It's just something mentally, and you know, for a quarterback, if 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 if, they, if you get in your own head, or if you allow for like you know your mistakes and stuff to get into your head. It, 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 there's no coming back from that unless you can like conquer them early on. So hopefully this fresh start will help him with that. You feel me? I think that's a concern though because when we're looking at it, his rookie year he was okay, just typical rookie year stuff. Second year he almost won the MVP until he got hurt, and then Nick Foles brought it home and won the Super Bowl. Ever since then he's either been injured or just hasn't played well. So was that one year an outlier or was that? who he really is that's the concern we don't know because that's the thing about quarterback you need everything not everything but you you need the offensive line you need the weapons you need the coaching you need the play calling you know what i'm saying you need sometimes you need the good defense to go along with that before we can accurately it's all these variables that go into us judging whether or not a quarterback is good you feel me so i think all those things that that Philly was lacking, Indy has. So this year will be the make or break year for him where we determine, okay, nah, nigga, you just suck. You feel me? Or nah, you could ball. Because I liked Carson Wentz. He was one of my early favorites, but when he dwindled down. I, I still kind of like him. 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 I'm not completely off him. I still kind of like him. Yeah. Um, That's cool, though. So switching over to basketball, I ain't really want to talk about All-Star because – well, I mean, we can talk about the All-Star game. I don't give a fuck about who got voted in and this and that just because this year is, is kind of um, – not kind of it's forced bro we should not it's be an up. awful idea it's a terrible idea it's greedy yeah. they're trying to say oh but you know the we're going to donate to hbcus and the nba players association agreed to this it's a terrible idea they do it's an they all, and you're going up. to one of the covid hubs of america in yeah. georgia but then they say there's like well we don't want to have the parties but we we do want to have the game there like I have a problem with that because y'all trying to do the slam dunk contest and the three-point contest, all that at halftime. Like, come on, man. Take a second to imagine. What if you could have a fully customized vitamin plan designed specifically for you? Based on verifiable science, the plan tells you the nutrients you need, exactly when to take them, and the best part? They're delivered directly to your door. Wouldn't that save you some time? Of course it would. And on top of that, you'll feel better. ID Nutrition is quick, it's thorough, and individually designed just for you. Start by taking the free ID assessment to find the supplements that will benefit you today. You can log on to http colon forward slash forward slash ronthebarber.idlife.com and click learn more to start your assessment. Revolutionize your health with ID Life. I mean, I understand it because you're not, you're trying to limit people who come. You're trying to, you, and you're trying to just make sure it goes as quickly as efficient as possible. But people just come out. They My whole thing, you doing. can't tell people not to, but niggas is going to party. Yes. There's know. already flyers out there advertising they, all-star weekend parties. Niggas is going to party. They have already been partying. It's Atlanta. Atlanta, yes. Miami, Tampa, Daytona, Houston, Dallas. Like, these cities are still open and have been open, like, this whole time. They have not closed, bro. They have not closed. So for y'all to be like, no, no, we as long as you wear your mask, that's some bullshit, bro. It's unsafe. 
it's unsafe. But they got to get that money, and, and we know how it is, man. Um, so I'm not about to get into who got snubbed and this that because it's unfortunate that they're forcing all these players to play at this time. I did want to ask you this, though, because we, we talked about it, and I've been having the vaccination conversation a lot more frequently, especially with some of the elders, like, like you know what I'm saying, on my old heads and stuff. I wanted to ask you because it came out this week that the, play, the NBA players were uncomfortable participating in a PSA to encourage getting the vaccination. What's your thoughts on that? Um, my thoughts are, I think there's a lot more players in the NBA that think like Kyrie Irving than we thought. Um, Cause a lot of the NBA players are young um, and a lot of young people, you know, educate themselves by going on social media, going on the internet, especially a lot of these dudes who didn't really stay in college long. They might did one year, came out of high school or whatever. Um, but also I think it's, it's, it's the typical, um, response from a lot of black folks who just don't trust, you know, the, the medical industry, which I, I could definitely understand. But I think they have, I think the, the chief medical doctor of the NBA is black and he's going to go around talking to, you know, all the teams kind of explaining, you know, the, the facts from fiction regarding this vaccine. And yeah. hopefully that can maybe help because I think maybe hearing from some of these players would help, um, you know, um, increase kind of acceptance regarding this vaccine because unfortunately, People don't want to hear this. The only way out of this now is vaccine. We going to be doing this, you know, how we're doing from Zoom and working from home and all this stuff that get that's annoying you and you're mad that stuff isn't open. Unfortunately, unless we get vaccinated, it's going to be like that. So so I can respect that. I, I'm all about the education piece, right? I think that because when E-Ray came on here, like he educated us in the group chat that he came on the show and educated us. I'm with that, right? I'm willing to to hear people out. My question is, do you even trust that nigga, though? <laughs> hey, guys, I'm here to explain to you about the ephesuses. What, what's the word? Ephesus? I mean, my, my whole thing, if we can't trust doctors regarding an infectious virus or disease, then who can we trust? We can't, though. We can't trust nobody. Lock your doors. Hide your women and children. Fuck and unfortunately, <laughs> we fucked this up so much as a country, our response to this virus. We fucked it up so bad yeah. that the only way we can get out of it is through vaccination, you know, because people want to have their cake and eat it too. Oh, I don't want to get that vaccine, but oh no, I'm not going to wear my mask or stay home. Nah, I'm trying to go function. Yeah. You know, I want to go out to eat. You know, I want to, you know, go hang out with my friends. Um, you can't have it both ways. You cannot talk about it. Um, but you you mentioned Kyrie, so the the highly anticipated uh, Nets versus Lakers game happened. And uh, it was a little lackluster, if you ask me. And now, I understand Anthony Davis Lacking was hurt. Lacking in star power. Anthony Davis was hurt. KD was hurt. So we didn't get, like, the full run. But what was your thoughts as a Lakers fan, right? Because a lot of people are, are trying to say that, okay, I don't know how they just wrote the Clippers off, but they like, it's going to be an East Coast versus West Coast, which I think that's what – you watch wrestling. I think that's what they're trying to set it up for the finals to where it's East Coast versus West Coast. You got the Brooklyn Nets versus the L.A. Lakers. What do you think about just from what you saw in this game, this matchup? I don't think this game really told us much of anything about the the two. You know, um, like you said, KD was out, AD was out. But the thing is, two two superstars are better than one superstar. Kyrie and James Harden played, and, Le- and um, LeBron played, and it's two against one. And honestly, Kyrie didn't even play that well. But the, the yeah. team was shooting so well from three that it didn't matter. Like, I think they hit, like, 18 threes last night. Yeah. And the Lakers, and the the other thing that we don't really talk about is Dennis Schroeder is in COVID protocols now, so he's out, yeah. and he's not playing tomorrow, so he might be out for like a week. So who they and got so Caruso, when you're missing, when you're missing two of your top three players, especially two of your 
best players on offense. And AD is just our best overall, probably our best overall player as far yeah. as offense and defense and what he brings to the table. Um, you're, you're not going to be that well. The offense looked really stagnant. Who, who the is, defense couldn't get any stops, and it was just you know, it who, was what you saw. It, it just became a blowout. Who is y'all backup point guard uh, without We don't really have one. Caruso? We have Quinn Cook, but he doesn't play a lot. So LeBron is really the point guard. Schroeder is just you know there to, as a perimeter threat. What position does uh, Caruso play? Caruso's a two guard. He's like a wing. Ah, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, he seemed kind of tall to be playing point, but like, yeah, Caruso's six five. Okay, they just got him out there playing off ball then. Um, yeah, pretty. I mean, they've had a run point before, but he's not a point guard. But why doesn't Quinn Cook get to play? Like Quinn Cook, like because has a Quinn ring. Cook is Quinn Cook. Like no disrespect to that man, he's got two rings, but he ain't. He's What's not that? a starting caliber player. He ain't gotta be a starter. He can he can come off the bench and get more minutes and just play in the mix with Bron and them. Like bro, like LeBron could coach him while he out there. Like Quinn, look. I mean, he might have to play out for out of necessity because of that's the injuries but, we have. But, but that's what I'm saying protocols. though. He's there. Like that's what he's there for. We just need you to be a stopgap till Schroeder comes back. Can you do that? You won two rings. Shit, they had Danny Green on the team last year. Right, and my thing is a lot of people are taking victory laps now. I know Skip Bayless had a, had a, probably a house party after the Lakers lost last night. Um, but my thing is I don't think that really showed as much. I think – I do believe Brooklyn's going to come out of the East. I do think the Lakers are going to come out the West. And it's going to be a challenge, especially now with AD out and, and Schroeder out. It's going to be a challenge. But my thing is this is going to help LeBron's MVP case. If he can keep them afloat, keep them a top two or three seed, because now they're saying AD's going to be out four weeks. So he's going to be out a month. Yeah. So if he can keep them afloat, top two, three seed, uh, I think the MVP is his. Uh, what are your thoughts? Because a lot of the, the questions about Brooklyn was, all right, they gutted the team. They got to learn how to get a synergy. Now, I've noticed that they switched to where James Harden kind of plays point guard and Kyrie plays off the off ball. Um, yep. They, now, they can shoot the lights out. We've seen that. They've gotten better defensively because I think they signed Andre Roberson. And then uh, Robertson, however you say the dog name. And then they got Iman Shumper, who I like. I, I'm a Shumper fan, uh, to kind of round out the, the perimeter defense of the team. What's your Right, but I, I don't think it's that because Shumper hasn't played yet. He's injured. Yeah, yeah. And Roberson is working his way back from, you know, that crazy injury he had a couple years ago. So he only played garbage time minutes yesterday. So, so what do you think? What I really think it is is they've toyed with their lineups because they play small a lot. Like they play with uh, Jeff Green as the center. Yeah. They play small, and that small ball lineup like blitzes teams. Gotcha. Um, and I think it's just more of an effort thing too as well. Um, I think because they don't have to be a great defensive team to, to to be really good. If they're decent defensively, as long as they just show some effort, then they're scary. Yeah. If they just try on defense, the offense will take care of everything else. That makes sense. Um, all right, so let's move on. The Mortal Kombat trailer. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember the rest of it. Uh, so the Mortal Kombat trailer dropped. It dropped Thursday. It gave us the first look at how the popular video game is going to jump to live action. Um, what was your thoughts on this shit? Because, you know, we grew up on the original. So seeing this shit, it's like, okay, he's like, like this looks like the damn video game. That shit looks fire. Yes. Fire. Yes. And they're not pulling no punch. That was a red band trailer. That means, like, you got to be... It's that trailer was rated R, Man. and you can see why. 
Bruh. Like that shit was dope. They started out the trailer by fucking up jacks. I was about to say they ripped <laughs> they ripped dog's arms. It's like he was in Houston and, and he was just walking down the street and Sub Zero <laughs> just jumped out and was like Sub Zero flow nigga and just like froze dog arms and chopped them shits off. And what I also love about it is there's a lot of Asian representation because a lot of the characters in the Mortal Kombat series are Asian. What? And then the original tried to like make Raiden white, yeah. but now they're like they're all traditional Asian characters. Wasn't Sub Zero uh, white in the last one? <laughs> Nah, Sub Zero is Asian. He's Asian. No, no, I'm saying he is, but in the movie, in the, the initial movie, like those. Oh, you know what? In Mortal Kombat Three, remember in Mortal Kombat Three in the game, he didn't have his whole ninja costume on and he looked white. Yeah. But so I think that's where that comes from. But I, I think Sub Zero is traditionally Asian. Yeah, yeah. All of the like, mo- like you said, most of them are Asian. But I'm just talking right. about movie wise. They they had some of the whitest. You know what I'm saying? Josh right, and, and right, Tom. Right. Josh plays Scorpion and Tom plays Sub Zero. <laughs> But I'm I'm excited for it. I, I think the characters look great. The costumes look great. It looks very faithful to the video games. It looks like they showed some fatalities, and it looks like it's going to be very brutal. It's going to earn that R rating. Bruh. I know there's some people that are concerned regarding it. Like they kind of they kind of uh, race race change Melina because Melina is traditionally Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a little people some people are concerned with that. People are asking where Katana is. Uh, people are asking where Johnny Cage is. They may be in there. We don't know yet. They just right. showed us who. The, they, and it's the a new lot of character characters. Cole Young, played by Louis Tan, uh-huh. he's a completely original character. Okay. So there, are, people are asking like, what's the purpose of him? Why is he in here and Johnny Cage isn't? But aha. Okay. I have a theory. Go ahead, break it down. So my theory is this new character, Louis Tan, is actually Johnny Cage. Oh. So maybe he changes his name or that's his stage name because you yeah. know Johnny Cage is an actor in yeah. movies. Yeah. So I think that's going to be Johnny Cage. Okay. But I have one issue with the trailer, and I'll let you give give your thoughts on go it. Ahead, go ahead. I think they revealed a little too much. Like they showed Goro, and they showed Reptile, and up until that trailer, I didn't know they were in the movie. Well, I mean, so go ahead, go ahead. So I'm like, man, y'all could have held off on that reveal because a lot of trailers nowadays they fuck up by showing too much, and you pretty much spoil the movie. Yeah, I think they could have held off and not show them and waited till the movie because it's hitting HBO Max. It's not like we're going to the theaters to see it. But it's hitting HBO Max. But that may mean, like you said, they may have some other things up their sleeves. So it's like we'll give you these up front, but we got way more in store for you because now you got to think if the, if if this goes well, we could have Mortal Kombat two. We could have Mortal Kombat three. This series, the, the series, the 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 concept has been revamped. The franchise has been revamped now. So now instead of having that cheesy movie, that novelty movie back in the day, we can literally this could turn into Fast and the Furious, bro. Like I agree, because there's so many dope characters that you can introduce in Mortal Kombat. Yes. Um, because look, they had the statue of Shao Kahn in the trailer, and he's not doesn't seem like he's gonna be a part of the movie. Yeah. So who knows? It could lead up to that, you know. But 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 that's what I'm saying. Like like literally, like it's so many characters in there. You know, of course we know like the the main ones, but the game has evolved over, over the past like thirty something years. Most so, definitely. So it's it's no Most telling definitely. who they'll add in there or who they'll modify and those things. So I mean, I'm just looking because forward to it. In the latest Mortal Kombat, some of the OG characters have kids now, like Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade. They had uh they had Cassie Cage. You know, Jax has a daughter, Jackie Briggs. Mm. So. You know, I'm see Mortal Kombat's one of my favorite video game franchises of all time. I've been playing Mortal Kombat since the first one, and I would sneak and put the blow cut. My dad had the blood code written in the instruction manual, and I would sneak and put it in so I could play it yeah. on Sega Genesis. I've been playing Mortal Kombat for as long as I can remember. I'm telling you, we we thirty something, bro. Like it's 30, 30 some odd years of Mortal Kombat, bro. That shit came out in like the the, the late eighties, early nineties. Ninety two. Ninety two, nigga. Ninety two. Ninety two, nigga. Oh. Uh, 
But no, I'm excited about it. Like you said, by it coming out on HBO Max, like you can just like sit on your couch. It's a lot of movies coming out on HBO Max. Like it's yeah, like- HBO Max got got a dope got a dope thing going. I know some of the movie studios and actors are mad, but me being a consumer and a fan and a, a fan of movies, like yeah. I can't complain. In a couple months, periods, we're gonna have Godzilla versus Kong next month. I'm hyped for that movie. We're gonna have Mortal Kombat. We're gonna have Suicide Squad. And we're gonna have Space Jam too. That's like in the span of the next three or four months. I'm ready for it all, man. Like, exactly. like I'm Me still too. getting caught up on the other shit. Um. Are you looking for a reliable mechanic to tune your car up so you can get back and forth? Then you need to call Coachworks Auto. Coachworks Auto offers custom painting, fabrication, and even minor engine repair. Give them a call at 313-779-9743 and set up your appointment today. So, no, no, no. I did want to ask you, how do you feel? Uh, did you catch up on WandaVision this week? I did. I did. Did you watch today's episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no. So, Ooh. are we getting nine Ooh. episodes or are we getting ten? Because there was an article that came out that said that the last three episodes will be an hour long, but this episode was only forty minutes long, like how the other one was. That was fake. That was a fake article. Ah, okay. So okay. it's it's nine episodes. Gotcha. Um, and today's episode. Woo! Do you want to get into it or do you just want to kind of speak? Uh... No, we could get into it. Like it, it, it got there finally. Like this has been my gripe. With WandaVision. And I know you and E-Ray have, like, you know, y'all y'all are comic guys. I, I am kind of a comic guy. But, like, for me, it's about the pacing, right? Now, if we had two seasons or if we had 10 episodes, 12 episodes, I wouldn't be bothered by the pacing. But I feel like, you know, going through the nostalgia for the first three episodes and then watching it kind of evolve to these different show styles, which I'm okay with that. But the action, it's, it's got to be a toggle back and forth in action for me. These episodes don't have enough runway for you to like, you know, saying spend 20 minutes of Wanda acting like she on a TV show only for us to cross over to the action for five minutes and then it's over. Right. I think the thing for me is I don't think this was a typical superhero action adventure. I think this is more of a superhero character study. Okay. Um, I think this is what I think that's what the show is, um, and especially these last couple. Of, I will agree with you that the first two episodes probably had some pacing issues, mm-hmm. but I think that's just them trying to explain what the world is, trying to do some world building and things like that. Yeah. But after those first two, I've been hooked on every single episode since, um, and this episode I think struck the perfect balance. You got a lot of the comedy hijinks, you know, it kind of borrowed that modern family, fa- modern family formula for this episode. Yeah, I was trying um, to figure out which show, because, you know, each each um, each episode we try to figure out, okay, what show did they model, what did they model it after? Like, okay, this is Bewitched, all right, this is um, uh, I Love Lucy, okay, this is Malcolm in the Middle, so this one was Modern Family. Modern Family, yes. Gotcha. Um, so it kind of took some things from that, how they were talking to the camera and things like that. Um, and then you could just see Wanda is kind of she's breaking down like her 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 mental state. She can't control it anymore. Yeah. And then you see, you know, Vision understanding that something's not right and him trying to get back home. And then Wanda's putting these literal mental blocks in front of him. So he can't. Yeah. And so you see those hijinks and then you see, you know, Darcy, how what happened to her after she got caught in the hex and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, but I think the highlight of the the highlight of the episode was number one, Monica Rambeau. 
Yep. We got our newest Marvel superhero. We got our newest superhero in the MCU introduced today. Yeah, black, black superhero. Black. Yep. Spectrum or Photon or Captain Marvel. She goes by many names. I was about to say, do we know which one they're going to call her or that she's just going to be Monica Rambeau until the movie? I'm not sure. I would bet that they're probably going to go with her current name, which is Spectrum. Okay. Because it's Photon. Because her power is she can she can, she can can manipulate different types of energy. But yeah, so it's, it's Spectrum, it's Photon, it's Pulsar, and then she becomes Captain Marvel. She's been Captain Marvel for a little bit too, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm saying like you got all these different identities. It's like, okay, well, which one are they going to like address you as? Like, Right, right, right. And then number two is, of course, the reveal at the end that pretty much how the internet thought it was. Agnes is a.k.a. Agatha, a.k.a. Agatha Harkness, yeah. who is also a witch, also a powerful sorceress who is seemingly behind everything. But I'm not convinced that she is because in the comics, Agatha is not really a villain. She's actually helped different characters. She's helped the Fantastic Four. She's helped Wanda gain control of her powers. That's what I thought. She was, so the, not, she was the old lady who helped, helped Magneto raise uh, Pietro and Wanda, I thought. In the comics, um, possibly yeah, because she's she's been around. She's got she's got a long history in Marvel. Yeah. She helped the Fantastic Four when they had their kid, Franklin Richards. She helped uh, Wanda kick control of her power. So I'm not convinced that she's the villain. I think there's still a little bit more to it. Got Hence, you. why there's the reveal now, and we still got two episodes. Yeah. But I just loved how they revealed how she's behind. She got her little mini episode at the end. Yeah. How she's behind everything, and Which Catherine Hahn is an amazing actress. She's she's really good. Yeah. Her comedic timing is on point. When she said, "And I even killed Sparky," I started rolling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still on board. I, I have my I have my uh, qualms about it, but I'm still on board just because it's Marvel and, and you know, uh, I, I trust them. It's just, I'm a gripe about, I'm a bitch and complain along the way though. Um, the good thing is we're a month away till Falcon and the winter soldier. And I think that'll be more of your speed. That's going to be action packed. They're going to shoot some shit up. So yeah, well, I, I wanted to ask you though, because so it was announced that Marvel is going to get the rights back to Jessica Jones and the Punisher. Right. So mm-hmm. according to the article, uh, the live action rights to Jessica Jones and the Punisher have reverted back to Marvel Studios after a multi-year tenure with Netflix. The characters were subjects of a tremendously popular of tremendously popular shows, along with Daredevil, Iron Fist and Luke Cage. When Disney had revealed plans to launch their own streaming services, which will rival Netflix, Netflix, Netflix canceled all of their Marvel titles in a move which shocked fans of the successful properties. The rights to the characters remained on Netflix for two years after they were canceled, and that window has now officially closed, meaning that Jessica Jones and The Punisher are now eligible to be used by Marvel Studios. Um, what's your thoughts on this? Because a lot, now you know, because you in the mix of things, so people was like, oh my God, why did they cancel this? This was amazing, but you hip to all like the, the licensing and, and you know what I'm saying, who's, uh, what networks have- It's just like you said it. It's just like you said, it was strategic. Oh, Disney started their own their own streaming service? Well, I don't think we need these characters anymore. We're not going to put money in their pocket when they're building a direct competitor to us. Right. We don't give a fuck if y'all like this shit or not. Go ask them about right. it then. In two right. years. Right. Tell them to make it. See if they can make it as good as we can. Yeah. We're gonna so make, I think we're that's what it was about. But the cool thing is, I think those are two characters that Marvel would not have to recast because I think they were perfectly cast. Yeah. I think Kristen Ritter was great as Jessica Jones, and I think John Bernthal was great as the Punisher. So I don't think they need to be recast. Now Marvel, they could do what they want and recast if they want, but I think they 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 got two great actors that could that could pull it off in the MCU. And I've seen some people theorize even when they could show up, 
Like some folks are saying that, you know, Jessica Jones could show up in the upcoming She-Hulk series mm -hmm. because in the comics, She-Hulk and Jessica Jones are, are friends. And um, they're saying that the Punisher could show up in the Moon Knight series because they're both like street level heroes. Yeah. So, so I like that. And, you know, Marvel is good for sprinkling them in. Do you see any revival for like the Iron Fist and Luke Cage? Because those were popular, too. But even though they kind of went off on a little corny uh, tangent towards the end. Uh, Iron Fist, I think, will be completely recast because that actor, and it may not all be his fault. The just everything about that show wasn't great, um, but I think they'll recast Iron Fist. Luke Cage, I'm not sure because uh, Michael Michael Coulter, he's he's pretty busy now. He's got that show. I don't know. Yeah. If, actually, I highly recommend the show Evil on CBS. Okay, he was on that show. It's it's a very good show. A, a I know of... he's doing movies now, so he might be. He may. I don't know if he'll be able to do Luke Cage. Uh, he'll probably he may want to do because I think he probably has a lot of connection to that character. Yeah, but I think if he doesn't need to be recast unless Mike Coulter just isn't available to do it. I think that you know a lot of the people from the Luke Cage series have they when the window was closed or whatever, like they just went on to do other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know uh, um, Misty Knight, she has her own show on CBS. Yeah. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. all rise or something like that. Like, yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's playing a judge. And the funny thing, Bullseye from season three of Daredevil was on that show too. I think he's like a lawyer or something. So a lot of them got the CBS deal then. Right, right. I guess they they getting that CBS money. Hey, get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's cool though, man. I was talking with one of the homies the other day, like like from the hood, and we was talking about how like you know we grew up together so we used to be sitting on the porch talking about the comic book shit but then like when when you know other people from the hood will walk up we had to change topics because you know what i'm saying we didn't want to come across as like no nerd ass niggas and stuff but we be arguing like niggas like nah captain america ain't shit this is not like captain america still ain't shit by the way but that's neither here nor there um hey that's my guy hey civil war that nigga was a dweeb and we gonna talk about we can talk about it here now but like he was a whole ass nigga trying to defend bucky but we're gonna see what hey, he didn't he didn't make the best decisions, but we also gotta remember that if Bucky wasn't Bucky when that happened, it he was matter. being he's, brainwashed. He, it's, he's still responsible for his actions. And he even acknowledged it like I still killed those people, Cap. We're gonna see we're gonna save that. I'm gonna save it from when Winter Soldier and the Falcon come out, and then we're gonna revisit this. We're gonna have a cause I you know, during the pandemic or the quarantine, so to speak, we all went back and was re-watching shit. So now I got fresh eyes and ears on shit. So um but you know, just how the comic book stuff has come back full force and it, it, it was oh these are nerds but now everybody's hip and it's like oh you don't know <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like you don't know what's going on like, like how do you know nerd nerd culture is popular culture the only thing i wish would change from this happening is people stop picking sides like it doesn't have to be a marvel versus dc or yes, anything yes, like that does. just enjoy the shit man nah, just on. enjoy the shit hold on yes it does until dc can uh can step up their production value and their writing because what's your thoughts on this uh on the super or is it the clark and lois or the superman and lois movie oh i'm not i'm show, not watching that because but i have a reason for not watching that number one the cw shows are very corny yep uh only reason i'm still watching is because they got a black woman playing batwoman and black lightnings in its final season I'm still upset they're canceling Black Lightning. I don't understand why. Um, but the issue with, I have with Superman and Lois is because there was a writer, and you guys can look this up, it's out there. There was a black woman, female writer who was part of the writing team for Superman and Lois who decided to step away from the project because she didn't feel that the creators were, were being sensitive to you know representation on the show. Mm. And the black people that were casted on the show were casted in ways that she didn't agree with. Gotcha. So that's all I really need to know. I'm not going to be watching that show. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna watch it just because it reminds me of Smallville. It looks like it's a mix between Smallville and then remember like uh, Lois and, and Clark or some shit. Yeah, Lois and Clark with, with, with Dean Trump Kane. supporter Dean Kane. Yeah, when Dean Kane was playing Superman, and my grandmother used to sit and watch that shit. And I'm like, I ain't trying to watch Superman be some bum ass nigga in an apartment. He spent more time just chilling with Lois in the apartment than he did fighting crime in that show, bro. Right, 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 but. There, there are some great DC products that are DC uh, properties that I like. Like I said, I swear by Shazam. That's one of my favorite superhero movies, period. That was a good one. Uh, Shazam was dope. Uh, Man of Steel is a very divisive movie, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, Wonder Woman was dope. We're not going to talk about Wonder Woman 1984. Nah. Uh, <laughs> we don't speak about that movie anymore. Um, but I think they got some good stuff coming down the pipe. I think so, this, the Suicide Squad is going to be one that's going to turn some heads. Call me when they get the static shock shit, live action static shock greenlit. I like how they put it on HBO Max. I'm cool with that. But we, they need to give static shock. I said I don't know if I said this on on air before. I said it offline. They need to give static shock the Spider Man treatment. I think it's coming. I think they, I think they look at static shock and they see dollar signs. So I think it's coming. If you, if they were smart, they would do it. Well, if you want to capture the black kind of the because. Marvel was able to capitalize on their black audience with Black Panther, right? And then now you see that they kind of caught wind of that and they started to feature more black light. So we're getting Falcon in the Winter Soldier. We got Monica Rambeau in, in WandaVision and stuff. They're starting to like, you know, build up their black characters. DC needs to do the same thing. Let's not forget about Into the Spider-Verse too, which is not just yes. a, dope super, a dope Spider-Man movie. It's probably one of the dopest superhero movies ever made. But that's why if DC really wants to win, I, they need to copy some of that formula take some elements from from because essentially it's the same story it's a teenage boy coming of age trying to find his powers i agree i agree protecting and his there, there's other black characters they can work with too they got they got a vixen they have yep. john stewart the green lantern there's a bunch of there's a new green lantern they just came out with named joe Mullane, who's a green lantern black female green lantern okay in an excellent comic book They're, they have black characters they can work with yeah so it, it's only a matter of time though but um we about to slide, bro. Uh, is there anything else you want to mention? Because I, I look, this, that was the list for this week. I tried to keep. Oh it no, I'm good. I think we covered it all, man. I think I think we 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 rewrapped it in a nice little bow. Yeah, E-Ray, if you're listening, man, look, we we tried to hold it down for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? This Wi-Fi still was in and out, man. So, uh, the the temperature's supposed to rise back up this weekend down here in Texas, so we should be good like for next week as far as like back to living circumstances because the low will only be like 45 degrees, but the high is gonna be 60, 70 degrees. Because what y'all don't know about Texas is. Once the end of February hits, it's usually like moderate to hot from February to October. So just be on the lookout for that. Okay. But um, we're going to cut some music. We're going to slide up out of here free, man. Appreciate you, man, holding it down. Like how you always be holding it down and whatnot. Got our shit off. Hey, governor, you cool. But Ted Cruz, you a bitch ass nigga. I just want you to know that. Okay. On the way up out of here. Just. They all bitch ass niggas before in I, my book. Before I let you go, before I let you go, gotta <laughs> let you know you a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> uh, all right, we about to slide Johnson Audible Ruckus, motherfucker. Woo! Game of Gunner, he
Hey, roll that seven, go to heaven, well, let's take it up notch. Ain't no dancing, G do damage, one shot, pop, 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 pop shots. I'm a bandit and a savage, shit, they not fuck pop. Who gon' panic, guns be jamming, I'm gon' hit 50, got the clock, then you. Hey, roll away, roll away, roll away. Money in the safe. I can count a hundred in a day. Now I'm off a back within the train. Good dog, go wag your leg. Whole diggers back at the shake. I got hit the gas today. A home button backwards. Hey, Roll that seven, go to heaven. Well, let's take it up notch. Ain't no dancing, G do damage. One shot, pop, pop, pop shots. I'm a bandit and a savage. Shit, they not fuck pop. Who gon' panic? Guns be jamming. I'm gon' hit 50. Got the clock. Then you take. Make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and SoundCloud, and check out the website, inaudibleruckus.com. It's an audible ruckus, motherfucker. Um, yeah. Drop got sounds in the background. E-T-L-N-T. Why you gotta be so complicated? Confrontation, I don't want no relationship. I don't. I want you to give me my space. Me my space. Your vibe made me feeling the same. I ain't feeling the same. I know you feeling the same. Playing crazy cause I gotta stay dangerous. You need to stay on my business. You need to get you some business. on my face. I gotta get to this cake, we take a flight to LA I gotta get to this bag and send it back to my state They think I'm on a vacation, but I'm really in mine I be really on a mission, like I'm playing GTA I'm on, why you still hating on 
up on my face yeah. I used to sell dimes, now I'm pushing weight We doing scams, now I ain't gotta use my name I'm doing better than these niggas laying in they grave I'm living better than these niggas that be on your page I feel better off of Berkey like I'm on the way I look better in a jersey cause I'm in the game Look after your brother, that's how I was raised Look out for the people trying to lock the gate Get back to this money, ain't no rainy day Why you gotta be so complicated? Confrontation, I don't want no relationship I want you to give me my space Your vibe made me feeling the same I ain't feeling the same, I know you feeling the same Playing crazy cause I gotta stay dangerous You need to stay on my business You need to get you some business I'm not just one ghost Alright y'all, this has been episode 255 of the Inaudible Records Podcast. Appreciate y'all for listening. You know, this week, you know, we had to balance through a little bit of uh, technical difficulties and, and adversity and all that. Um, you know, we spent half the week without power, so excuse me if we may have been a little flustered and all that, but you know, we we getting back on track. Uh, you know, uh, just being able to, to get a project out to y'all or a product out to y'all uh, is a blessing in itself, man. Keep the streak alive, man. Because, you know, as soon as the power went on, I'm like, damn, I hope it don't be out on Friday when it's time to record. But uh, we here. Uh, and, you know, as always, the mission and the goal is to just enlighten, educate and empower with a little bit, a little tiny bit of entertainment. So, you know, hopefully y'all left this learning something. Still move to Texas. I'm still a proponent of moving to Texas. You just got to get in where you fit in and run this bag up, you know. Uh, we'll talk after the show. But uh, make sure you go in audibleruckus.com slash shop and audibleruckus.com slash naturally nay, midnightclubmerch.com. Make sure you subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Amazon Music, google podcast everywhere where podcast is you can go to the website notablerecords.com and listen to the show on there because a lot of people will be like man i don't have soundcloud or i don't have spotify and i ain't got no iphone where can i listen to your show google it <laughs> and i don't even mean that you know what i'm saying like in a bad way or nothing but it's like look the brand is strong you can find me wherever you need me to be at all right but like my ogs used to tell me go with god and fuck the rest it's notable ruckus motherfucker I warned you about the banging of the furnace, but you wouldn't listen. <laughs>